Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, May 7th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, not everyone is happy that Elise Stefanik appears to have locked up the race to replace Liz Cheney. Number two, what the White House is watching on this jobs day. And number three, the legal drama between Eric Swalwell and Mo Brooks. All right, Jake, let's get into the number one story of the day. We've been covering it all week. Uh, Elise Stefanik, the New York Republican, appears to have locked up the race to replace Liz Cheney, who still, of course, hasn't actually been ousted, but that's all but sure to happen next week. But not everybody is happy. Yeah, well, let me just say one thing first. So, uh, you know, we're, I'm, yes, we've written that she has all but locked this up. But, you know, uh, Bresnahan, John Bresnahan, our, coll- our other founder, co-founder, and I famously wrote right before McCarthy dropped out of the race in 2015 for speaker that he had uh, locked up the race. So It is very true. Leadership races are very, uh, can, can change on a dime. Yeah, I think we got to, yes, I think that's right. So I just want to be careful and give myself a give myself a hedge here and say that you know not everybody um not everybody who says they locked up a race has but you know listen um Stefanik has absolutely made huge headway and she only needs 107 votes to win this uh conference chair race now um Mike Johnson, the vice chair of the conference, who's already at the leadership table, has been complaining to everybody that will listen, um, anybody that calls him. Um, he's been suggesting that she's not conservative enough. He's upset about the coronation of Ch- of Cheney, of sorry, of Stefanik, and he's been upset about the um, uh, why the field was cleared for her. Now, this kind of belly aching is common, and if Johnson wanted to doesn't like Stefanik and think she's not conservative enough or whatever, he could just get in the race and try to beat her. You know, um, this is like, you know, this is a, a open race that anybody can get into. He seems to be indicating, although in his complaints that he's right in that, you know, it'd be really tough to beat her at this point. Right. He, she has the support of Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise. So like, and also he's a white dude from Louisiana. They've already got one of those in the leadership and they're not going to, uh, they're not, they don't want another one. Let's just be perfectly clear. Well, I think what it reminds me of so much is all of the complaining that we used to hear all the time when Speaker Nancy Pelosi was trying to lock up her leadership battles. Uh, you know that that I, so so many people wanted somebody younger. They wanted somebody who was different, a, a fresh face for the Democratic Party. And to your point. The rubber really hits the road. You have to put your name in the race in order for it actually to be a race. It's oftentimes a lot more easy uh, to kind of grumble on the sidelines and complain and kind of throw throw stones than actually do the work um, that, that it takes. I do think, to your point, that things appear to be locked up but aren't always there. I think that's particularly probably true given the fact that House Republicans have been away. They've been back home on congressional recess. So it, there hasn't been a lot of the kind of crosstalk on the floor and some of the, you know, when some some of that kind of necessary discussion that always happens when there are these kinds of leadership races. So certainly something that we're going to be watching closely going into next week. 
Uh, let's move on to the number two story of the day, what the White House is watching on this jobs day. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good day for Joe Biden. Yeah. So if the White House, the White House, I'm telling you what the White House is just focused on right now is if if Biden is able to, if the economy adds 700,000 jobs, Biden will have reached 2 million jobs in his first 100 days. Big deal. That's a big deal. That would be the first president to ever do that. Although I'm sure you could find statistics that other presidents could say they were the first person to ever do that. But anyway, I'm just suggesting this is what the, I know this is what the White House is watching. Why? Because they told me. Um, so, you know, I, I also think that if you um, if you kind of look at the economic picture, it's getting quite rosy for this administration. And um, of course, that's because the Congress in part has put has pumped like zillions of dollars into the marketplace and into the economy. But, um, uh, you know, I, I it's 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 a big day for the president for the economy. And he's there's always a little bounce in your step on a day like this when there's when there's good jobs. Yeah, and I also just think it's important when you look at how much Joe Biden is basically selling his infrastructure plan as a jobs plan, right? I mean, if you remember, I thought it was kind of seared into my brain when he did his joint uh, address where he used the word jobs 40 times to talk about, you know, what his agenda was all about. And as he sees himself as this transformational figure, as they try to pass these two massive packages when it comes to hard infrastructure and and all the plus of that, you know, I think this is going to be something that they're going to go back to the well on a lot and they can point to, hey, look, we actually are job creators, something that Democrats sometimes have a hard time doing. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. This is just some real congressional intrigue that I find fascinating. The legal drama between congressional Democrat Eric Swalwell and Mo Brooks. What is happening there? Yeah, so Swalwell's suing, uh, I think, basically every Republican, but he's suing Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Mo Brooks, and I think Rudy Giuliani for, in his view, inciting the insurrection on the Capitol on January 6th. Um, and uh, he's served, he's actually physically served or has gotten the service waived for all of the people besides Mo Brooks, and he can't get he can't get Mo. He can't find Mo Brooks. <laughs> They've hired, and you should read this in in Punchbowl News this morning. But he's he's hired a private investigator to find Mo Brooks. He's they, the lawyer has called the office. He keeps trying to serve Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks will not waive service and will not um will not be found basically for for uh, for service of this lawsuit and and you know that's a problem because when you're suing somebody as many people know you need to serve them with the complaint and uh brooks is dodging it it's gonna be one to watch i can't wait to see them on the house floor will will it come yeah, to a head there why he just as they like, try to serve him with papers <laughs> yeah why did he just be like hey dude i've been trying to find you <laughs> i mean it's 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 pretty stunning to me the the weird dramas of the house of representatives all right well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.